This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. tell you something when i be complaining about food prices and be like ain't you rich why you complaining about lettuce why you complaining about this that just goes to show me when you be when you become successful when you have money you're gonna you're gonna go broke soon because y'all not budgeting i get a summary of the money that's being spent in my home every week so when i'm starting to see they're like groceries is like tripling up it's like hey yo what's going on i want to see for myself what the being spent on and like when i go to the supermarket like i went to the supermarket i'm seeing that everything tripled up that like lettuce was like two dollars a couple of months ago and now it's like seven of course i'm gonna say something the because if i think that is crazy i could only imagine what middle class people or people in the hood is thinking so yes i'm going to say something the and i have a big platform so i do want anybody that's responsible of these prices to put down they're going to see my might put it down. I want to get Cardi B on our, our, our group here about the debt ceiling and tying it to the Federal Reserve. That was more truth to power than I've heard from the Democratic Party forever. I love that phrase, tripled up. Steve Cortez, that was kind of, she kind of laid it out, right? She completely did, Steve. You know, that's why I sent that to you earlier this morning. I think she should be nominated for a Nobel Prize in economics. She's certainly far more deserving of it than people like Paul Krugman, who have actually gotten that award, unfortunately. But listen, what she's talking about here is a visceral reaction, albeit very profane, but a visceral reaction to the anxiety that is out there in the country. Now, she's wealthy and doesn't feel it herself, but she clearly does understand that working class people are suffering right now in the United States because of this Joe Biden inflation, which, again, has collided with a Joe Biden recession, the worst of all worlds. And this is part of the reason why, again, we should welcome this showdown over the debt ceiling. Not only is it something to be avoided, it is something actually to be, it is something that we but, have earned the right to, but, to come to that showdown and to be able to tell and, and, Joe and here, Biden, and, and, you will accede to our demands. Here's, in this, here's, here's the key to that, to the, to, the, to, the, to the video. This is why I say, and you see it from Royce White, who's after the Federal Reserve all the time. One of the things that this show is to show capital markets, economics, and how it ties back to the nation's economy and to your own personal life. Cardi B in there, if you deconstruct it, she says, hey, I have a weekly printout for, for my home. You know, she's obviously a wealthy, big entertainer. She says, I have a weekly printout, right? And I review it. Then she said she went to the store to check. The printout's like blown her way, but hey, the cost here are out of control. She goes right. to the store and she says, everything's tripled up. What a head of lettuce is seven bucks. And then she says, you know, she's fortunate enough now to have some money. She says, what about a middle-class family and people mm-hmm. from the hood? Because she understands those prices aren't just for Cardi B who can afford it, but it's the middle class and the people, the working class people in in the inner city that can't afford it. This is, by the way, my point is, is this is what they fear about this whole fight. They fear 
the showdown, and it's going to be a showdown about the debt ceiling, the spending, and how it's financed. There's yesterday this orgy out there yeah. with with McConnell and with uh, Biden rubbing up on each other, and Dewine and all these guys on the infrastructure yeah. bill. It's not paid for. That's the right. Federal Reserve just printing money that you don't own. The Federal 24 prime banks own it. And they right. just, you look at the history of it. They're the boom and bust. And they've led to the greatest consolidation of wealth in world history. The framers would come back here and sit there. The revolutionary generation go, let me get this right. We fought a war on an empire that was just about to hit the glycope to become the most powerful in the world. Right? They had India. We fought a war to break off from that. Why? We did not want to be beholden to a landed aristocracy. And now these new oligarchs like the British East India Company, we didn't want to do that. We had a new deal. We were going to create a new deal. They would have come back today and say, what? You got Sequoia Capital. You got you got uh, you got uh, BlackRock. You got all these oligarchs on Wall Street and a big tech. And you have kowtowed to them. Cardi B spoke right there more truth to power than if you listen to all of no offense, CNBC all day long with all these geniuses right. in the economy. She looks at things. She's looking at things. She goes, wow, look at those. Look at the car. This right. can't be right. She goes to the store and says, hey, everything's tripled. I love that phrase. It's tripled up. She yeah. summed it up right there. It's tripled up. And she said, look at a head of Les at seven bucks. I, Cardi B, can afford it. But mm -hmm. the middle class people and the people in the hood, which is the minority working class people, can't afford it because there's nobody there. They're not getting a bailout, right? right? We unite that on economics and on what this this is a long con that's finally coming to a head because right. all they're going to tell you is this audience. You are the ones that are creating a crisis. They're all now saying you're conflating two things and you're going to cause a global economic crisis. Cortez deconstruct the lies and misrepresentations in sure. that phrase that we are causing we yeah. are causing because of the full we're going to jeopardize the full faith and credit of the yeah. united states sir in this fight that is just yeah. on the horizon sir and, and let me address that part specifically about the full faith and credit because spanberger also promulgated an abject lie in her interview when she said that the debt would not be paid debt service that is the first order of priority okay as far as receipts coming into the federal government so the debt service will be paid what won't be paid are some of the discretionary items the boondoggle items uh that were passed in that 1.7 billion dollar monstrosity of a trillion 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 1.7 1.7 trillion yep Trillion. And, and by the way, the reason that this is coming to a head right now is because interest rates are rising very dramatically. And let me be specific here. One year ago, 10-year Treasury yield was under 1.5%. It was 1.48% to be specific. Today, it is 3.76%. It has more than doubled. Why? Because Joe Biden came into office. He declared war on domestic American energy. He unnecessarily escalated the war in Ukraine. And most of all, absolutely exorbitant borrowing and spending by Joe Biden in cahoots with collaborationist Republicans. That has resulted in this absolute surge in interest rates, uh, which is, of course, concurrent with a massive spike in inflation. And let's talk about the real world ramifications. Cardi B did a good job of that talking about the grocery store. Let's talk about auto sales. There's a front page story of the Wall Street Journal today about how auto sales, unfortunately, for the year 2022, hit the lowest level 
in a decade, okay? That is the reality because people simply cannot afford cars. Here are the statistics. For the year, 13.7 million autos sold versus before the CCP virus hit, for the five years previous, 2015 through 2019, over 17 million cars per year sold. So we've gone from 17 million a year clip all the way down to 13.7. Why? because of inflation, because cars have simply become unaffordable to regular working class Americans. So these are the reasons the profligacy of permanent Washington and the ruling class has put our economy into this economic corner. And the, and the exit for the American people, okay, the pressure point where we have leverage that we earned through the ballot box, through winning the House, is through the debt ceiling. And that's why whoever the speaker is, this must become the political crucible moment in the coming weeks where we finally tell Joe Biden, you will do two things. You will secure the border and you will begin to, again, heal the American economy, particularly through unleashing American energy. If those two items are non-negotiable and if we are willing to risk the brinkmanship that is necessary to save our country, both our sovereignty as well as our prosperity, uh, then we will have the beginning of a, of a great American renewal. But we're going to find out within a few weeks. I'm not talking months and months down the road. This, this moment is imminent. Uh, Steve, how do people, we got a lot more to get to with you, but uh, we're going to have to do it uh, tomorrow or the next day. How do people get to you on all your social media? Yeah, please follow me on Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S. You can also find me on Getter. I'm at Steve. Uh, thank you very much, brother. I want to appreciate that. You know, I want to bring in Mike Davis. Hey, I got a thought. Here's a thought. You know, people in Kurt Schlechter, I got a lot of respect for Kurt. He just put a thing, show me what the plan is. You know, you got to have a plan. John Frederick said, hey, the fight's the plan. Uh, Davis, you're a fighter. And that's what I think. I, I, and I propose this. I think of the first to propose it or Rogan O'Henley was the first and, and I drafted off him. But um, you don't need to be a member of the House of Representatives. I, I, I think that and I've said this from the beginning. I think Trump as a speaker, I think Trump as a speaker, and if even if he came in for an interim 100 days to do the debt crisis and to, uh, and to, and to, and to do, some, do some of the hard work that needs to be done, if you can't get to McCarthy and nobody else works, I don't know why we're not looking at President Trump. And no, I'm not crazy in that. I talked about this over a year ago. Mike Davis, you're, you're sitting there watching all the deals be cut behind the scenes. The rules package a little arcane, but it's quite powerful. These are, I mean, McCarthy is sitting there basically saying, and the left-wing media is right that. He's giving them everything, trying to give them everything they want, but it's a matter of trust. Can you trust this guy? Mike Davis, is, is, is uh, McCarthy going to be Speaker of the House, sir? No, he won't. Uh, he will never get to 218 votes. He has not earn 218 votes. He'll never earn 218 votes. He shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't earn 218 votes because people don't trust them, trust him. Uh, they shouldn't trust him. We're seeing reporting now that he's essentially given, taken off and given away his shirt, his pants, his socks, and it looks like his underwear. He has nothing left to give and he still doesn't have 218 votes. And it's not because of some house process and procedure. It's not because of, you know, selfishness of House Republicans is because of him. They don't trust him and they shouldn't trust him. They, he has known for months. He's known for since the election. He does not have 218 votes. If he would have gotten more uh, rhinos elected, establishment Republicans elected in November, if he had a bigger margin in the House. He could have gotten elected, but he didn't. So he knows that he doesn't have the votes. He's known for two months. He doesn't have the votes. He's the one who's taken the House to the brink here. Uh, it's not 
these 21 patriots who are doing the right thing. We should all praise them. They are doing no, the no, right no, thing. No, 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 no. They're saying on Fox, Eli Crane is a ter- guy who did three combat tours for his country in some of the nastiest neighborhoods on earth. He's a terrorist, is he not, Mike Davis? He's a terrorist. Yeah, Eli Crane's a terrorist. This is, this is what's so crazy about the McCarthy approach, this Jeff Miller. Jeff Miller is the Amazon and Apple, the guy who made millions from Amazon and Apple's running Kevin McCarthy's speaker race. He's a, a slimy lobbyist who's one of Kevin's best friends. Uh, they're, they're so stupid about how they're doing this. Instead of trying to woo over these skeptical conservatives who are rightfully skeptical, they're calling them names and trashing them and trashing their motivation. It is the dumbest strategy I've ever seen. And it shows you why Kevin McCarthy should not be speaker. He has the very bad combination of incompetence and arrogance. You can be one or the other. Uh, You can't be both. And he is both. And so that's why he cannot be the speaker of the uh, house. He's too stupid and too arrogant to be the speaker of the house. They need to throw him overboard. We're on our sixth boat. He's dragging this out. He's making it about himself. They need to throw him overboard and elect someone else. It's, you know, I I think it's going to be Scalise. He's the one who can unite the party. He'll have 218 votes. These Freedom Caucus members aren't going to demand uh, his his shirt, his pants, and his underwear because they trust him, and they don't trust Kevin McCarthy. Um, I know you get a punch, and I appreciate you sticking around. With this package, real quickly, this package, it, it, essentially what he's done over the last 24 hours is proven everybody's point. When it came down to it, he just gave up all this stuff he said he would never give up. It'd be impossible because he really couldn't be speaker, even one one member to do a, a, a vacate the chair. Isn't there just presenting this package prove the point of everybody sitting there going, you can't trust the guy because he'll do anything in the moment to get exactly to the next to the next rung of the ladder, sir? Imagine when he's at the negotiating table with uh, Ron Klain, the White House chief of staff, and Chuck Schumer. They're going to take his pants, his socks, his underwear, just like these 21 House Republicans are doing now. He is weak. He's ineffective. He's not smart. Uh, he's He raises a lot of money. He goes to the corporate fundraisers, uh, takes a lot of money, particularly from big big tech, and does their bidding. He doesn't give a damn about everyday Americans. It's time to cut bait, House Republicans. It is Kevin McCarthy who is the problem. Mike Davis, how do people follow you? Because you're coming in a little hot, particularly on Getter and Twitter. How do people get to your social media? Because they got to follow you. Article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. My personal is MRDD. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bandon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Happy. 
uh, with with other Republicans in their conference. Yeah, these last couple of days have cracked open the party and we've gotten a real look at some of the tensions that have been simmering for several years now. Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw of Texas has been vocal going after this group of 19 or 20 holding up the potential speakership of Kevin McCarthy. Congressman Crenshaw said this yesterday about the group, that group of far right members standing in the way of Kevin McCarthy. They keep coming up with the more and more ridiculous reasons. I love bringing up the uh, example of Bob Good because I think he's one of the worst members of our caucus. This is an absolute dud. But he literally got up and he was mad at McCarthy because McCarthy took three weeks to call him after his election. Can you believe that? McCarthy, by the way, spent about $2 million to get that loser elected because he couldn't get elected on his own. You know, Lauren Boebert, who just insulted Donald Trump <laughs> just because Trump's supporting McCarthy, I mean, she barely won her election. McCarthy spent a bunch of money on her hey, let me have because it. she's not good enough. To um, that's that's a, that's a misdirection play. Bob Good's got more courage, uh, and he stood in the breach on this thing. You know, Crenshaw, and look, he served his country, and you can't take that service away from him. He served with courage and valor, just like John McCain. But it doesn't, you know, we're translating to the here and now. Your service to your country is your service to your country, and you're, you're a hero in that regard. But look at Eli Crane of what he's doing. Uh, it can't continue on like this. That's the problem. It can't continue on like this. This fight has been brewing for 10 years. We had the, uh, you know, for instance, since the Tea Party revolt in 2010, we had Brad on yesterday. It really got intense in 14. Remember, all four of the big ones, the, the Young Guns plus Boehner, all gone except McCarthy. All gone except McCarthy. I'm going to pull Spamberger in a second to talk about debt ceiling. One of the reasons I think people come to the show, I don't like to waste your time. We like to talk about signal, not noise, what's really important and what's going to happen. I said on here over a year ago that Donald Trump should be the speaker, at least come in for an interim of 100 days, right? Why did I say that? I knew this was going to end up. That McCarthy, that this 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 wing of the party that is responsible, they're saying they're all for chaos and for, and for, 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 for uh, Brother Crenshaw. Tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but you say these guys didn't stand for anything, anything. Is it not McCarthy's guys in the Club for Growth that have come up with a whole new package to basically ex, uh, uh, to basically concede of what they wanted on the rules, which is it's inside baseball. It's the way that the floor is run and where the power really is to give the House Freedom Caucus so many so many members on the on the uh, on the uh, on the rules committee and put them in chairmanships and sub, of certain committees and sub-chairmanships of certain important subcommittee chairs, like in armed services and others. Also to put their person in, in charge of the joint committee, which is the church commission, which the first person in the modern era to talk about that is Stephen K. Bannon years ago, that we need a new church committee, right? For the FBI and the CIA, that's far worse than it was even in the 70s when they realized they were out of control. In things like the cover-up or maybe even involvement in the Kennedy assassination, the, the involvement in the D, President Diem's assassination in Vietnam uh, with what they had done uh, with the uh, with the anti-war movement, what they had done with the uh, with the civil rights movement, what they had done in, in many different areas. We had the CIA. They were out of control then, and they had to be brought to heel somewhat by the Church Commission. I'm the first guy to say that. What's one of the big issues they're arguing? Who's going to chair – Who's going to chair the church commission? Who's going to actually chair it, right? They want a House Freedom Caucus guy, the Joint Committee on the Weaponization of the Government. 
So I don't put – and who's the first person to talk about the debt ceiling that was kind of important years ago? That we we're going to come to this moment. It's going to get bigger. That's what it's about, money and power. And I wasn't um, just throwing it out there on Trump. And quite frankly, if President Trump had focused at the time and the people around him had helped focus, he would have been the Speaker of the House on Monday night. He would have been the Speaker of the House on Monday night. It is not, if you want to look at an alternative, I understand a lot of people don't, like Scalise, don't know enough about him. Maybe not Stefanik fans. Uh, all, all these potential choices don't look like Jordan can get there, right? That, uh, that, uh, that Jordan, uh, that Jim Jordan can't get there. What about Trump? And do it for some interim period, 100 days to get, to get the debt. Le- Would you not rather have Trump leading a negotiation on the debt ceiling and the spending than some of these other people? Would you not? And that's what's going to come down to. It's going to we're hurtling towards a financial and economic crisis, just like the 1930s. This, we're going through a dark valley, okay? And, and we've been able to kick the can down the road by just printing this money, and that's nothing but IOUs and your children and grandchildren. The reason the political class doesn't want to talk about it, there's no penalty to them. In fact, there's nothing but benefits to them doing because the constituents feel happy. Remember yesterday, they're sitting there rubbing up on each other, and MSNBC says, look at this. Look at this split screen. This is government that works versus chaos. No. On the, on the side of the screen that was the House of Representatives, this is a fight, and it's a fight for something important. It's for people that have the stones to step up and stand up to the elite's that run this country and have led to the managed decline to now we're on a cliff that it can totally implode. Biden just announced 30,000, I think, from Venezuela, Nicaragua, Cuba, 30,000 per month, I think they said. It's just been announced. So I'll get to more of that in in the afternoon show. Why not Trump? Show me a better alternative for right now. Why not Trump? And if he called in all the markers and I use, remember, over half of the conference Half of the conference is from 2016. Half of the conference has been there since Trump has been the head of the Republican Party. And show me who would be a better negotiator. When I said this a year or so ago about Trump, it was absolutely serious because I knew we were going to get to this point, particularly that a McCarthy was not going to be able to organize things because I had been here since the beginning of this fight. We took down Cantor. In June of 14, first time in the history of the nation that a sitting majority leader, a sitting majority leader was beaten in a primary by a complete total unknown, Dave Brat. You know, later, uh, Mark Meadows put in the motion to vacate. Why do you think they're so petrified of the motion to vacate? That's how we got rid of Boehner. He put in a motion to vacate. And I remember he came and talked to me over at the Breitbart Embassy about doing the concept of doing because nobody even talked about it for, for decades, hundreds of years. He put it in, and he was mocked and ridiculed. Boehner was essentially gone eight weeks later. After the Pope came, and says, "Yeah, I'm not going. I'm going to step down, etc." Then Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. It was so brutal on Paul Ryan that eventually he said, "I quit. I'm going to go be, you know, Rupert Murdoch's running dog on the board of Fox." And now we come to McCarthy, and I knew this day was going to come that there'd be this incredible fight and that McCarthy would offer everything 
and to tempt people. I'll give you, I'll give you everything. They're so adamant on what they couldn't give until they had to save themselves. And this is why that process itself is exposed exactly why people like the Eli Cranes of the world going, Hey, my constituents have the common sense say 95% say under no circumstances, Eli, are you to vote for McCarthy? So we're going to sit here and we're going to come back at noon. You're going to hear all these machinations, all the, all the spin. You're going to have all the fog of war. But the thing itself is, what are we doing here? We're here to save the nation from a crisis. That crisis is because of a Leviathan, the administrative state, okay, with every aspect of it, the biomedical security state, the national security state. With Spanberg is sitting there going, it's a full faith and credit. No, she's, that's an outright stone cold lie. And all they're going to do is lie to you. No, ma'am, plenty of cash comes in. Trust me, plenty of cash comes in to pay the uh, the senior part of the cap table, which is uh, the the uh, government securities, right? The U.S. Treasury securities. We pay that off. We pay all the interest off. We pay Social Security. We pay Medicare. And then, hey, what do we got left? Let's start paying this. Uh, let's pay the priorities. If it's a priority in national security and defense, we'll pay that. Let's get together because we can't continue to do this this audience spanberg is not you are the full faith and credit of this nation not them not the elites not sequoia capital not larry fink none of them you and you have a say so and why not call in trump why not trump would do it why not trump if you had to be in a negotiation and even for the people out there saying i kind of lost on trump he's picking bad people he's not focused and look i've been at the forefront of that I love Trump, but I say put the golf clubs away. Let's get to work. If you were in a room and you had, and you were talking about finance and capital markets, you had the toughest negotiation in the world. And they're calling you everything in the book. Who around there would you rather have than Donald J. Trump? Who would put the more fear of God in him? Who would they would melt down if you had Trump in there saying, "No, no, 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 no." I think this is the way we got to do it. I think this is the way we got to do it. The nation's in a crisis. This is not normal. In normal times, you wouldn't think of going back to a former president. Although John Quincy Adams went back with Speaker of the House. The country's in a crisis. It's a crisis of capital. It's a crisis of economics. It's a crisis of finance. Yes, yes, we have other crises too. Don't get me wrong. You got one on the southern border, but that's what they're doing. They're going to say, oh, that's going to solve inflation for us. Because here's the problem with inflation. It's too many African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans, lower skilled. They're making too much money or, or we can't fill those jobs. They're making too much money. So our solution for that is we got to open the board and have it all in. That's a new thing. Immigration, mass immigration, mass amnesty. That's the solution. Don't you think Trump knows how to handle that? Didn't Trump do a good job on that? I mean, his, did we have these crises when Trump was there? Was there a crisis of border? He put it down and would have done more. But the McCarthy and Ryan wing wouldn't let him. The McConnell wing. I'm being very serious here. I'm being very serious. Here. You want to break the deadlock? You want to get on with it? You want to get everybody paid? Let's do it for 100 days. Let's say the president comes back and says, hey, I'll do it for 100 days. And we'll set the motion. We'll set in motion the investigations. We'll, we'll begin the negotiation on the debt ceiling. We'll do it all. I'll do 100 days. It may be extended af after that. Well, why not? What's your downside? Tell me what the downside is. McCarthy and the established and the ruling class is bringing on this crisis. It's their crisis. I got a solution for them. You want out of the crisis? Let's bring in Trump. You want to end the crisis? Let's bring in Trump now. They don't want to do that because they understand not in the room, not in the deal. If Trump's in the room, we're going to have a different outcome on the debt ceiling and the spending. 
Short commercial break. We're gonna go to the Vatican next. Ben Harnwell. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, mypillow.com, promo code warm. If Santa didn't leave you the perfect gift, particularly in a cold winter, slippers, robes, moccasins, uh, you've got uh, blankets, you have the, uh, the heavy blanket they've got, uh, you've got things for the kids. You've got uh, pillows, sheets, all of it with a money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com. Promo code WARROOM. They still got the inventory sale going up to 80% off. And, of course, they got sales on individual products. And they got buy ones, get ones free. Sleep the sleep of the just and sleep it on a MyPillow product. Go to MyPillow.com today. Support Mike Lindell, the armor-piercing shell. Of course, the great manufacturing company up in Minnesota and your humble servants here at the War Room, MyPillow.com, promo code WARM, 100% money-back guarantee on anything you get up to 31 March of uh, this year. That's the end of the first quarter. Can we get to Ben Harnwell in a second? But uh, I, I'm going to follow up more on this because, by the way, they're, they're, they're trying to come and adjourn again or not adjourn. They got deals cutting. You got Club for Growth running around. You got There's a lot of moving pieces today. And you've heard you got, by the way, Dan Bishop, I think, has put a statement saying, hey, it was misinterpreted what he said on uh, Fox that he is going to stay for his entire uh, term and, and fight it out. Um, but he is not uh, he's not going to resign if McCarthy uh, becomes speaker. Uh, but he is uh, opposing McCarthy uh, right now. Um, this fight is, speaks to bigger issues. And I'm absolutely I'm not um, I'm not running this up the flagpole. Uh, on, as just a goof, I would never take airtime on the show to do it. Trump is a um, is a viable alternative for what's in front of us. What's in front of my, you still have a majority leader. You'd have the whip. You'd have all that right now. And this is why. Remember, they've picked up. They're, 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 if we never mentioned the debt ceiling, they would just let that go. Well, just just let's tuck it in a bill. They understand we've highlighted it. They understand that we understand it better than they do. Uh, they understand, and by the way, one of the reasons I understand it is that with Russ uh, vote in the team and, and, and McElveen, uh, it, with um, um, the OMB team at the time, let's say, 
Mulvaney and the team. Uh, we put together, this is in uh, the summer of uh, 2017, when the debt ceiling was coming up with the budget, all of it in the, in the fall. We put together a plan to do the waterfall, exactly how the cash comes in, how do you do the payments, what's the prioritization, how do you not default on the debt. You're not going to default on the debt. That's a lie. There's a way to do this. That you don't defund that that takes a weapon because full faith and credit is going to be terrible. It's going to you're going to cause a global economic crisis. That's a lie. They have caused a global economic crisis. They have done it. And remember, in in doing it since 2008, they've they've uh, the, the greatest concentration of wealth using the Federal Reserve, using the Federal Reserve for themselves, while you got crushed. Cardi B spoke truth to power day about the inflation part of it on the day. And this is why Royce White is such an important part of this uh, of this movement. D during the, uh, the, uh, the George Floyd situation, he led a march of, I think, of 10 or 15,000 people. And where did he go? Not down to the George Floyd Center, which has become that square to honor uh, Mr. Floyd. It's uh, he went to the Federal Reserve and they were in shock. Hey, what is this guy doing? What's he blaming the Federal Reserve for? He went to the core of it. One of the core problems of inequality in this country, the Federal Reserve. They say the debt ceiling is going to be tight. You're going to tie spending cuts. You're going to tie the Senate. No, we are going to tie the problem. The problem is the Federal Reserve and fiscal domination by these politicians, fiscal domination, and where they just passed this ridiculous legislation that has no way to be paid for except to print money because we're the prime reserve currency. Why? Because of your hard work. The safety and security that you provide, the cops, the first responders, the nurses, the teachers, the insurance, the basic moms and dads that go about their work every day, the civic society, the little platoons, as Edmund Burke called them. You provide that safety. It's not that we have a better security uh, SEC. It's not that we have better uh, security laws, not better. We have better banking laws. Yes, ours on the margin are better. Yes, they are enforcements better when they want it to be enforced. Not like SBF when it's a money laundering operation for the Democrats in Ukraine. And boy, that guy's off the front page, right? Steve Bannon gets every camera crew in the world, right? That guy shows up nothing, right? It's all, it's all a con. It's all a scam because they don't want to talk about it. They want you to be stupid. They want you to be uninformed. They want you not to know what's going on. It's about money and power, right? And their power, they control the money. No. For, and we're, here, we're not going to increase. Let me make sure all the liberal journalists and all the business guys that watch this show and listen to the podcast understand something. We are not going to raise the debt ceiling one penny, not one penny. And anything we would do with the debt ceiling is going to be tied not just to spending cuts to get a get some uh, stop the madness, stop the madness of the administrative state, the Leviathan, and start to cut off its oxygen, which is money right? It's money. We're going to tie it to the Federal Reserve. The ownership of the Federal Reserve must be taken and must be taken from the 21 prime uh, broker banks that own it, that own your currency, and must be put in a trust for the American people. The American people have to own their own money. So suck on that. For Do you think the destiny thing is going to be something? You think your lies and misrepresentations have gone in the past? No. People are in this fight. Kevin McCarthy is not deserving of the speakership for the simple reason he can't be trusted in a tough fight 
to represent and to have the titanium spine you're going to need to stand up to the elites that run this country and have led to the managed decline of the greatest nation on earth. That's what this fight's about. And I don't care, Fox News and all the guys, if they can yammer on the Dan Crenshaw, yammer on, continue to yammer. Like little little dogs yammering and biting at the ankles. Continue to yammer. Yammering. No, because Murdoch gets it. He owns a Wall Street Journal. Right? He owns the New York Post. He owns his media empire. He gets it. He understands it. Murder, the Murdochs are plenty smart. The boys, they're plenty smart. They don't understand exactly what's going on. They just want to kick the can down the road, have this thing, keep printing money, keep spending money. No, game's over. Can't do it. Can no longer do it. I tell you, you know, the game's over. The Chinese Communist Party and the, and the KGB and all of them are Saudi, our great ally, Saudi Arabia, since the Gulf War. What have we done? We got troops over there all the time. We're fighting wars to protect the oil fields. <laughs> They're cutting deals with the CCP. The mullahs are cutting deals with the CCP. Turkey's now sitting there with Putin going, yeah, yeah I think Putin's right. You know, I, I think he's got to keep Crimean Eastern thing. Putin, NATO, the great NATO ally, the guys who want to come in the EU, Turkey, yeah, they're all in. Now you got Wan Shi Shan, Wan Shi Shan, the hatchet man for Xi, he's the brains of the operation. He's the one that Bloomberg went to Singapore and Bloomberg said, the smartest, most important guy in the world's Wan Shi Shan. I spent years hammering him. It's one of the reasons I'm sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. I singled him out. Where is he? He's down at Lula. He's down there at the, he's down at the, uh, at the coronation of Lula where they stole the election in Brazil and nobody stood up to it. Nobody. And Wan Shi Shan, the puppet master, is down there for the coronation, cutting the deals to bring Brazil and the Liebenstrom for the CCP has been Brazil. That's the resources they want. This is not secret stuff, not inside baseball. This is just the way the world is. And that's where this fight today, and you're going to hear all kinds of things, this and then they hate Kevin. It's all personal. It's about money. It's about power. And they every day they're wetting themselves over. If they can't do this, what about the debt ceiling? We're not going to increase the debt ceiling one penny. Suck on that. Embrace the suck. The time for the decline of this country is stopped. It's got to be over. And this audience, I understand, hey, sometimes we win, sometimes. No, you got to put your shoulder to the wheel. Otherwise, let's just all go on vacation. Let's all go just sail around the world, do what you want to do. Let's just do it. Let them control it and let them destroy it. Did they do that in 1776? Did they do that in 1863? Did they do that in 1942? We just did the Wake Island. What, the anniversary of Wake Island right before right before the hol- right before Christmas? Wake Island. The guys on Wake Island, the Alamo of the Pacific, they just say, Dad, we'll just give up. We'll just roll over. No. Some people do. Some people run and hide. Hey, that's history. People, it's a free choice. If you're going to be a coward, go be a coward. Look at Eli Crane. Take Eli Crane as your inspiration, and they're cutting him up every second. A guy did three combat tours. Brother Crenshaw. Is Eli Crane a terrorist? Brother Crenshaw, is is he a terrorist? Did Eli Crane not serve his country like you did? Is he a terrorist? Is that what we call him? Is he a terrorist? Is he a terrorist? No. Eli Crane's a man of hero. He's a hero. He's a man of valor. In the hardest thing, moral courage. So this fight, why not Trump? Why not Trump? If you got to get somebody in the room for the, what the big issues are, and we know what the big issues are. It's these investigations, obviously, important. But the big issues before us is we have to stop the madness 
We have to stop the insanity of the global elites that run this country. It must be stopped, and it must be stopped here now. If it's not stopped here now, it's over. We're not going to be the constitutional republic that was bequeathed to us. And I would love for Mark Levin and all of our constitutional, principal constitutional conservatives to join us in this cause. Because you're not going to have a constitutional republic if they still have the ability, okay, if they still have the ability to spend us into oblivion, why they take all the value and they incorporate all the wealth. And that's the system we have. The system works for them because it's your kids and your grandkids are going to end up paying for it. And they in the here and now benefit from it. So, of course, they're going to do it. And nobody steps up to them. So my vote right now is why not Trump? If you got to have a nasty piece of work in the room negotiating, give me the nastiest. And Trump in a negotiation is a beast. Okay, so why not, why not Trump? Why not? Why not? The Constitution allows for it. Don't have to be a member of Congress. Lee Zeldin, we had the Lee Zeldin boomlet, right? They got the Fred Upton boomlet. Why not Trump? Okay. I want to pivot here. I want to get some of this in before the break. I want to go to Vatican and Ben Hardwell. So many huge things have happened this week. We haven't been able to get into one is the, the funeral for Pope Benedict. Uh, ben, just give us an update about today. What, what happened? Ben joins us live from the Vatican. Good morning, Steve. Yes. Well, the funeral took place this morning at 930. The numbers that have been released so far show uh, a diminution um, from that of the funeral 17 years ago of John Paul II. Here are the figures now. In, 20, in April 2005, there were 2 million pilgrims, 2 million pilgrims that filed past the coffin over a six-day period compared to Benedict now when 65,000 people filed past. And in terms of raw numbers, 500,000 people in St. Peter's Piazza 17 years ago, 500,000 with 600,000 in an overspill in overspill areas across Rome. That's 1.1 million in total, compared to 50,000 people in St. Peter's Piazza behind me this morning. Now, after the break, Steve, I'm going to break that down and uh, give my analysis on precisely what that means for the future 50, of the 50,000. I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought they were 100. I thought they were respecting 160,000, yeah. but 100,000 showed up. You're saying it's 50,000, not 100? Yeah, and... Um, well, the, the figures vary from news organization to news organization. The consensus is 50,000. Those are the figures okay. I think that, the, that the police released. This is not, we're not taking a shot at Pope Benedict about just the size of the crowds or anything like that. It's, it's quite different. So we're going to take a, a short commercial break. Ben and I will get down to a break it all down. I'll have a few more comments before you turn you over to the madness that's going to happen this afternoon. Remember, the signal, not the noise. This is all about money and power. That's why right now we have to stand up and say, no, it can't be McCarthy. If it can't be McCarthy, then who's it going to be? My vote, it's Trump. Bring him in for 100 days. Let's start the negotiations. Let's do the debt ceiling spend. Let's get it up front. Let's do it now. Let's lance the boil. Let's get down to what's really important. Let's stop playing games. Short commercial break. We're going to return to the war room in the Vatican with Ben Harnwell in just a moment. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVID 
taxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Sarah Ferris is reporting. I just want to read this. Charlie Kirsten will take over here at noon. Want everybody up on Getter. We're going to be up there today in and out. Um, we we'll go back to the Vatican in a second. This is Sarah Ferris reporting on Twitter. Senior Republicans not happy with Annie Harris' demand for labor uh, gavel, uh, the subcommittee. I asked Andrew Holt in line for that uh, gavel just now. Quote from Andrew Holt, as far as skipping over people's seniority, I think we've gone too far. He says there's a point where McCarthy loses more votes than he gets with concessions. The concession list grows. I got to uh, here's here's the solution. You want to compromise in a coalition and to get the people paid and get on with the business and set up the committees. How about this? A hundred days to save America. And in that hundred days, Donald J. Trump will be voted tonight or tomorrow to be Speaker of the House. And the Republicans say we're going to do it for a hundred days. And in the hundred days, you get everything set up, all the investigation set up. And Trump begins the negotiations now, not when they run out of money. They said, oh, the crisis is going to hit us in the summer or fall. Well, that's where they're out of cash, and I can put the gun to your head. We're out of cash. The full faith and credit got to do it. No, let's start it now. We know what this is about. You're not going to hide anymore, and you're not going to lie anymore, and you're not going to spin anymore. And if you want somebody in the room that understands how to do these types of negotiations, his entire professional career is doing that, is Donald J. Trump. 100 days. Let's get him in the room and let's do the debt ceiling. Let's do all the let's do the spending. Let's talk about the madness and let's talk about the Federal Reserve. Who knows more about money or interest rates than Donald Trump? Remember, Ralph Norman's come to this as a real estate developer because it's so interest rate sensitive. What he said yesterday, right now we're on the verge of spending a trillion dollars on interest a year, one trillion dollars a year, bigger than defense budget. You want to talk about a national security problem? You want to talk running around? We got national security. Got to get Kevin McCarthy right now because this is a national security problem. We got all those guys, the military veterans. I honor their service. Honor their service. A national security issue. National security. Here's the national security issue. He's spending a trillion dollars a year more on the defense budget, which is out of control, on interest. That's a national security problem. And I got a solution. And tell me anybody's got a better solution for right now, for this afternoon. Give it, hey, how about this? 100 days of Donald Trump. Let's get him in the room. 
You don't think their heads will blow up? You don't think that uh, the Senate, oh, you can't do that. You got Trump. What are you talking about? You don't, you want to put it in their ear. You want to get up in their grill. Give me Trump for a hundred days. You give me Trump for a hundred days and you'll start the process of sorting out this mess. And the fact that they hate it so much is the better reason we ought to do it. So I got a solution. I got a compromise. Put it all to bed this afternoon. Trump for a hundred days. Who's in? I'm not going to get off this one. You know why? Simple reason. They hate it so much, even the concept of it. Ben, uh, I want to finish <laughs> back to the Vatican. Listen, there were tears of joy when St. John Paul II passed away and, and it, the white smoke came out and it was Pope Benedict at the time, Cardinal Ratzinger. The conservatives sat there. I remember so much of my traditionalist conservative friends had tears of joy that the best pick was this conservative theologian that was the wingman for St. John Paul II. It didn't quite work out like that, did it, Ben Harnwell? No, it didn't, Steve, quite sadly. And, of course, one of the reasons why everyone thought this, that Benedict or the then Cardinal Ratzinger was some conservative or even traditionist icon, uh, was because that was what the mainstream media had, had been telling us. It's the same mainstream media that back in 2005, of course, I was telling us that George Bush, the then president, was some sort of conservative um, really sort of strong Republican uh, politician figure. And of course, he wasn't either. What we have to stop doing, Steve, is, is looking to the mainstream media for their, for their indications on who are conservative or traditionalist figures, especially when they play them up as they were doing with Ratzinger, because it's invariably never true. Wasn't true with, with George Bush. It was not, wasn't true with Cardinal Ratzinger. Um, this is one of the reasons why there are so few people here in the piazza behind me. Um, obviously, com compared to John Paul II, I know I don't have very much time, but compared to John Paul II, uh, who died when he was still in office, Benedict was out of office for 10 years. Um, and yet it is strange that basically a tenth of the people were here. One of the reasons is, and we're going to have to break this down, Steve, um, in, in future episodes, because it's extremely important to the defense of the Judeo-Christian West, is where the position of the Catholic Church is on some key cultural issues. Um, and to do that, we need to define two terms, conservatism and traditionism. Now, you've often said, both on air and on your getter feed, that, that we're traditionalists, and we are. It's important to say what that means in the context of the decline of the Catholic Church. Traditionalists want to go back to before the Second Vatican Council. Remember that to all the, the, to all the evangelicals whom I love, you know, I have a great re re relationship with you guys, uh, especially on Geta. I love the evangelicals, but let this name stick in your head, the Second Vatican Council. It was a big um, uh, council, ecumenical council, thousands of bishops, all the world's Catholic bishops here in the Vatican behind me. And what they basically did was they changed the substance of the faith on that occasion. Now, conservatives believe that what was taught at the Second Vatican Council is, is, is it's, it's possible to, to interpret that in line with the traditional faith. Traditionalists deny that completely and say, no, no, we need to go back to before the Second Vatican Council. Cardinal Ratzinger, to the very marrow of his bones, believed that the Second Vatican Council was reformable. Um, and that position was basically torpedoed by his successor, Pope yep. Francis. And I think that explains why there are so few people here today. Yeah. Ben, ben, we'll get in more of this now that uh, there's not a uh, even somewhat of a conservative looking over the shoulder of Pope Francis. It's, uh, how do I say this? Another issue. 
we'll get into more of that. Ben Hornwell, thank you so much. Live. Ben, how do people get to you on Getter? Uh, of all the contributors we got, I love um, and the feeds, everybody. You're you are, sir, my favorite feed. Uh, and you've gotten some uh, posts up there, particularly about domestic American politics that are on fire. How do people get to you, sir? That, that's very gracious of you, Steve. Uh, it's simply my surname, Harnwell, at Harnwell on Getter. The only platform I, I'm there microblogging. Uh, and I look forward to the interaction and debate I have with, with a lot of the great listeners to this show. At Thank you very much. I want the, definitely the evangelicals to get involved and get engaged in this. Um, okay, we're going to be back here at 5 to 7. You're about to see five hours of madness, I'm sure. We'll be back here to set it all right. And I will continue my the unbreakable internal industrial logic of Trump for speaker. Trump for speaker. Put him in the room. A hundred days to save America. Back here at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. WARROOM POSSE, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.